Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? We are going to be talking about drainage before detox, the importance of drainage. But before we dive into this topic, I hope you'll allow me a little sidebar story here before we get started. Um, Not that it has anything at all to do with our topic today, except for the fact that uh, my kids and I were singing this song called Drain Out Bad Energy. Um, by Juice World, <laughs> and I knew I was going to be recor- recording this podcast, and I don't know, this whole kind of conversation I had with my kids in that moment, I just, I was like, oh, I just felt compelled to to share the story with you. So my kids and I were driving to San Angelo, which we do every Saturday in the fall. San Angelo is the closest, you know, quote unquote, big city to me. It's where I do my grocery shopping. It's where I go to Target and Sam's and all that good stuff. But in the fall, um, every Saturday, my husband goes to the farmer's market there to sell our beef. And we have my son's flag football games there. And usually uh, we have to drive separately because my husband has to be at the farmer's market so early. And usually uh, my younger two will go with me. My older son will go with my husband and help him at the farmer's market. And then I have the other two with me and we drive up separately. And anytime we're in the car, I always let my kids DJ. They get to commandeer my phone, they take turns, and they get on Amazon, and they get to DJ and and decide whatever music we listen to. And we like all kinds of music, um, but they are into this rapper named Juice World, and I'm fine with that because I like me some rap. You know, I grew up on hip-hop and rap. I am from the hood, H-Town, Houston, and so that's all in my bones. And so... um, And so, yeah, so I'm right along with them singing, and it's just something that we do together. We just sing, and we're driving down the road. And so this particular, uh, this particular artist, Juice World, um, is deceased. He's no longer with us, and that is because he overdosed on drugs. And there's one of his songs, uh, Not Drain Out Bad Energy, but another one called Wishing Well, and it's really all about his addiction to drugs, and it's it's heartbreaking. You know, you can just hear this anguish in his voice about this struggle he has with drugs and that, you know, he can't live with them, but he can't live without them. And it's sad. And so all of this opened up this conversation with my kids about, about Juice World, about drugs. And, um, and we were talking about it. And, you know, 
I've talked about drugs with my kids before and, you know, just tried to warn them about it. And, but I kind of took a different angle with them. I, you know, I told them and I heard a life coach say this, that when she was talking about drugs with her kids, she didn't want to just say, no, don't do them, but to, to warn them that it's something that they would probably like if they tried it, but then that they wouldn't be able to stop. And I don't know that I'd ever really said that to my kids. Like, you know, yeah, people are going to tell you you're going to love them because you, you would, it could make you feel amazing. But the problem is, is that it changes your brain so much, you become so addicted to that feeling that you can't stop. And, um, and that's when we, we have a, you know, a real problem. And so we, we just really talked about it in that way. And then my kids could really hear that in this song, you know, that Juice World was, um, knew that he didn't want to be on these drugs, but that he couldn't, he couldn't stop. And so it's just an angle that I took with my kids that I haven't before. Maybe I'm the last one on the block to do that. Maybe you already do that. Or maybe you think I'm weird for telling my kids, you will love the way drugs make you feel. (laughs) But I just, I didn't want them to be offered something. And then, you know, the person be like, Oh, no, your mom lied, because these are going to make you feel amazing. And never having even heard that, that yeah, they can make you feel good for a time. Um, until they don't until it's a problem. So we talked about that. But then we also talked about, um, you know, when my son told me that Juice World had died, and he died very young, you know, like, early 20s, I think. And I said, wow, I wonder if he was a Christian, you know, I wonder if he's in heaven. And so my son Googled it, you know, was Juice World a Christian? And, you know, and he had said, well, mom, he talks about God in his music, you know, and I said, well, honey, just because he talks about God doesn't mean he's a Christian, it doesn't mean that, you know, he believes in Jesus as his savior. And so he googled it and found that his mom was rather religious, and she was Christian. And so we didn't really get a a definitive answer on Juice World, but, um, but it opened up that conversation. And we prayed for his soul. And, um, and so yeah, all this took place on our, on our little morning commute to San Angelo. And I don't know why I felt compelled to share that with you, except that, um, you know, I just think that music is a great way to connect with our kids. And there's, you know, always um, places that we can um, pick up conversation with them. And, you know, and I told my kids, it's so sad that um, this young man died so early in his life, I said, but I think that we're honoring his life by talking about him. And, and using his life as a lesson and talking about Jesus. And um, so it really ultimately ended up good. Um, so that's all I wanted to share on that. But let's talk about nutrition things. <laughs> let's talk about draining out bad energy, bad things like toxins. And what I wanted to talk about today and distinguish for you today is the difference between uh, drainage and detox. Most of us are familiar with detoxification, which is the body's process of removing harmful or toxic substances, you know, and our bodies are doing that 24-7. You know, that is how God designed us. We have these built-in mechanisms that are working to detoxify us from all of the harmful substances that we encounter on a daily basis. Most of that work is being done by our liver, Um, and the more we support the liver by not overburdening it by not seeing how many, you know, toxins we put in it, and by giving it the nutrients it needs to be able to do its job, then the better the body can detoxify. 
If you haven't listened to the podcast I did called The Liver Bucket, be sure to listen to that so you can really understand the potential of the way that we overload our livers on a daily basis and how you can actively lessen that load. So the body naturally detoxes, but we can also go in and push detoxification with dietary and supplement changes. There are certain, you know, foods and herbal compounds that not only promote detoxification, but also go in and grab toxins to be taken out of the body. You can specifically target um, things like, you know, pathogens like bad bacteria, parasites, viruses, mold toxins, all kinds of things that may be circulating and causing systemic inflammation or illness. For instance, um, mimosa pudica seed is in a formula that I'm using right now as part of a gut protocol. And when it gets in your gut and mixes with watery fluid, it becomes like this sticky gel that grabs onto toxins, critters, or intestinal buildup in the body. It kind of goes in and specifically grabs those. It scrubs your gut clean. And so that is more of a proactive approach on top of what the body is already doing in its detoxification process. And so I do think it's a good thing in our day and age with so many more toxins and chemicals in the world, in our food, in our daily products, in our environment, for people to be proactive in detoxification and incorporate these protocols from time to time. In fact, this is something I am going to be bringing into uh, bringing to my Christian Health Club members, you know, going to this into this more deeply, showing them how to incorporate these protocols, and helping them through it. I've mentioned a few times here how I am loving this line from Cellcor Biosciences um, because it's it's so streamlined and comprehensive, and addresses all the things a good gut and detoxification protocol should, and this allows me to help more people at one time you know, which is why I have the Christian Health Club. As of now, I'm not taking on any new one-on-one clients because I consider the the members of the club to be my clients. It's like my client club. And I can introduce and guide them through these ongoing health protocols in a much more helpful and efficient way. But then if they need extra one-on-one help, then I will work one-on-one with them. So if you're not already in the Christian Health Club and want to be, first you have to go through Feast to fast because the foundation of all that we do is food. Um, And so we all need to be on the same page there. And then we can layer on some of these more proactive, aggressive protocols. So I'm going to explain to you what I am going to be explaining to them. And that is that you can't have detox without drainage. Detox is what's going on in the body to process and grab the toxins and drainage is what gets it out of the body. If those drainage pathways aren't open and the toxins can't get out, then they will recirculate and make you even more sick. So before we can even consider a proactive detox where we're trying to push things out, we have to make sure they can get out. And there's a Bible verse that comes to mind from 1 Corinthians 14.40, which says, Let all things be done decently and in order. There is an order that must be respected here. And the first order of business is drainage. We've got to support our body's ability 
to move things out of the body. Okay, and there's an order to drainage. And to explain it, I want you to picture an upside down triangle. And we're going to call this the drainage funnel. And imagine that the toxins um, have to be able to drain out of this drainage funnel. If it's clogged, the toxins can't get out. Now there are layers to that funnel that represent different drainage systems of the body. If there is clogging at any of those levels, we're going to have a problem because the toxins can't get through and out of the drainage funnel, meaning they can't get through and out of your body. So the layers of the drainage funnel from the bottom up are the colon, the liver bile duct layer, which also encompasses the kidney, lungs, and skin. And then above that, we have the lymphatic system. Above that is organs and tissues. And at the very top of the drainage funnel are the cells. At any point that those drainage pathways are compromised, the health of the body will be compromised. Drains got to drain, y'all. That is their job. So I want to take you through these different levels of the, the drainage funnel. Um, so that you can get a good appreciation for what I'm talking about here. So let's start at the bottom, like literally, we're going to start at the bottom here with our colon, <laughs> also known as our large intestine, um, which is at the, like I said, the bottom of the drainage funnel at the point there. If your colon is backed up, everything upstream from it can be backed up as well. We have got to poop y'all. We have got to poop on a daily basis. When you're constipated, you will have a backlog of toxins that are trapped in the body, recirculating and make you more toxic. It's like the dump truck that never gets dumped. You gotta take a dump. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, sometimes I'm, I'm so crass sometimes. But you know how passionate I am about poop. And that's because I couldn't do it for so long. Anyone who can't poop or poops too much can become a little obsessive about it because it feels so bad either way and all you want to do is to be able to poop normally and when you can't and it feels icky you think about it all the time and so that's something we want to regulate we need Goldilocks poops you know nice not too not too hard not too soft not too much not you know infrequent enough we need Nice, well-formed poops about one to three times a day. And yes, pooping three times a day is normal. I'm kind of jealous of people that have poops three times a day. Um, but at a minimum, <laughs> we need to poop one time a day. This is a must um, just for general health, but for sure before doing any kind of detox. Okay. And so to help promote that, um, you know, just very generally speaking, you, you want to make sure you're hydrated. That is just very foundational. You've got to have enough water. Um, you want to eat vegetables, you know, for fiber to help move that through the system. You want to chew your food well. You want to be seated when you're eating so that your body releases the, uh, you know, has those signals to release digestive enzymes and stomach acid to help break down your food. So all of these things that, you know, we want to be doing to help ourselves um, make sure that we are releasing and pooping regularly. Okay. 
So that is the, the first layer of the drainage funnel. Now just above that is the liver and bile duct layer. Okay, so your liver processes toxins, right? We know that. And then when it processes the toxins, it releases them into your bile or blood. Toxins moved into your blood are filtered through your kidneys and eliminated in your urine. Toxins moved into your bile are ultimately released into your digestive tract and then excreted through the bowels. Okay, so when we think of bile, we want to think of bile as uh, the river of toxins. Bile is very underappreciated, y'all. It sounds like some kind of gross substance in our body, but oh my gosh, it does so many things. I did a video once in the Christian Health Club called Praise God from Whom All Bile Flows. <laughs> Do y'all sing that doxology at church? It's like, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Um, and then one day, you know, it's just the weird way my mind works, the lens God puts over my eyes, I was just thinking about bile and like, God, thank God for bile. And so thank God from whom all bile flows uh, just became a video. Anyway, but we want to think of bile as a river of toxins, okay? It, it carries the toxins out of the body. And that river needs to be flowing, right? Moving the toxins along and out of the body, out of our poop. When that river becomes slow, sludgy, or stagnant, the toxins cannot be taken out. If your liver can't push the bile into your bowels to be eliminated from the colon, so if that's not all working well, then there's like a trap door that opens to release it into your bloodstream. Okay, it's got to it's got to go somewhere. And so the toxic bile acids can end up damaging your organs like your kidneys, your lung, your skin. In fact, um, itchy inflamed skin can be a sign of this toxic bile acid. Okay, the bile must be flowing and the bile ducts open going into that, you know, lovely river of toxins and then taken out of the body. There can be a lot of reasons that bile ducts become inflamed, damaged, narrowed, or blocked. And some of those reasons include things like virus infections, um, parasites and bacteria can invade your bile ducts and lead to inflammation and blockage. Toxins like glyphosate and other chemicals can reduce bile production and flow. Drugs like antibiotics, anti-inflammatories, antidepressants, those can all disrupt bile flow. Um, excess estrogen, you know, from such as birth control pills or hormone replacement therapy um, can also lead to something like gallstones, you know, lead to bile duct blockages. There's so many reasons that your bile can become compromised. Um, you know, in order to make nice free flowing bile, we need to be eating enough um, healthy fats, have enough healthy fats in the diet. And you know, when I think of when I think of this, and I think of bile, I think to all of us that grew up in the time period of like the 80s and the 90s where you know fat was bad and don't eat fat and eat fat free and so so many of us um, 
fell into that, you know, we're like eating our snack wells, like eat all the sugar, but you know, it's okay, because it doesn't have any fat. And so we were avoiding fat so much. And without healthy fat, well, you can't make hormones. And you also can't make um, proper bile and bile flow. And so there are so many people that have their gallbladders out. And I just really think there's a, a relationship there. Um, to all those years that, you know, we were told not to eat fat, and we didn't, and really led to a lot of this, um, this bile being stagnant, and, you know, becoming gallstones, and, and really becoming a problem. And so a lot of people don't have their, their gallbladders, and your gallbladder is where you hold your bile, it's the reservoir of your bile. And so when you don't have a gallbladder, you don't have efficient release of bile into your system, whether it's to help break down your fatty acids. So that's another thing that bile does is help us break down our fat. Um, and so that we can metabolize it properly, use it properly in the body. And it also obviously um, helps us detoxify. And, and so without that, that that reservoir that holds the bile, that kind of consistent, reliable place for bile, then we don't get quite that efficient timing of bile release to do these things. And so for somebody that does not have a gallbladder, I highly recommend looking into a, um, a bile supplement, uh, bile supplement for uh, replacing, replacing that. It has been a game changer for so many of my clients um, who especially cannot process fats well, eat fats well, really causes um, digestive issues because, again, they don't have that, that nice efficient timing of bile release to match up with when they're eating and so everything can be broken down appropriately. So you might want to look into a, a bile replacement supplement for that. But um, at a very minimum, you want to make sure that you are including healthy fats in your diet, which help make the bile and keep it moving along nicely so that we can take the toxins out of the body. Now, the next step up above that in your drainage funnel is your lymphatic system. So your lymphatic system is like the highway system for the trash trucks, you know, that carry the waste from your tissues and then deliver them to be processed by the kidneys and the liver and then finally dumped out of your system, you know, through peeing and pooping. And so the lymphatic system runs alongside the blood vessels and covers the entire body like a net. And your blood vessels, um, they essentially like leak, kind of, quote unquote, leak several liters of fluid a day into your tissues. Your lymph nodes filter out things like, you know, viruses, bacteria, toxins, all the junky stuff collect the fluid and return it to your blood for further processing. So if the lymph isn't flowing and moving well, the trash can get stuck in your highways. Okay, and unfortunately, this is common. The lymph system doesn't, you know, like, quote unquote, pump, you know, like we think of the cardiovascular system um, doing poor lymphatic movement results in toxicity and tissue swelling. Um, in fact, sluggish lymph is linked to increased cellulite. You know, that, that would be increased uh, lymph getting stuck in the fat tissue. So, you know, we definitely want to keep our lymph 
moving. And one of the best ways to do that is through exercise. It is key for so many things, but one of those things is keeping your lymphatic system flowing and doing its job. Um, Jumping is especially good. So like a trampoline or rebounder, jump rope, that can really stimulate movement in the lymph. And if you are sitting there thinking, um, uh, there's no way that sounds like a wet pants accident waiting to happen, then you need to go listen to the podcast I did um, with the ladies who designed the program Tighten Your Tinkler, because they've helped a lot of women overcome that issue. So if jumping, running, anything like that is scary, um, because of bladder issues, then you can uh, check that out. So, um, but exercise in general is good for moving the lymph. You can use a vibration plate. Y'all probably heard me talk about the shaker. That's what I call it. Uh, The shaker, which is just a platform, kind of this vibrating platform that you stand on. um, And you can exercise on it, but I really just stand on it. And it kind of shakes me around like while I'm checking my phone and stuff, but that can help get things moving too. Uh, Massage and dry brush. Um, dry brushing are really good for helping to stimulate lymphatic flow. Infrared saunas can help kind of warm up your lymphatic fluid and, and get things flowing better. Um, y'all probably heard me talk about or, or see me post pictures of me and my, my juve, which is, uh, a red and infrared panels that I have on the back of the door in my, um, in my laundry room. And I just stand in front of those for about 20 minutes, three to four times a week. And that is just good for so many reasons. Um, That red and infrared light, but you know, one of them is helping warm up that lymphatic fluid. And then also you can help support lymphatic flow with herbs like a burdock root and astragalus. So lots of ways that we can make sure we're helping our, um, our lymph system along there. Okay. Above the lymphatic system are the organs and tissues. Okay, and the organ that we really want to focus on here is the brain. It has its own lymph type system called the glymphatic system, which clears cellular wastes and fluids. Um, Holly Carter and I touched on this real briefly last week when we were talking um, all about brain function and, you know, we were talking about um, just supporting brain health. But the glymphatic system is really important for brain detoxification. Your glial, glial cells, I hope I'm saying that right, glial cells, um, which is where we get glymphatic glial cells, play a big role in cleansing your brain tissue and draining out the trash. And this is key. You know, this process is key from preventing this like trashy buildup in the brain, which can lead to neurological conditions. It's the glymphatic system, you know, that can help prevent a buildup of amyloid beta proteins, which is what we associate with Alzheimer's disease. Um, So really important for that glymphatic system to be working well. And um, most of this activity of brain cleansing is happening when you're sleeping. During the day, your brain is, you know, busy processing information. And so this kind of garbage collection, this brain cleansing is, is more of a low priority. But at night, your brain detox system comes alive, you know, and that is why it is so incredibly critical to make sleep a priority. You know, 
nighttime when we're sleeping is when really our entire body detoxification system really comes alive, does a lot of its work. You know, we go to sleep, we go to rest, and then your body just goes hard to work for you. And so when you get up in the morning, it's socked a lot of these, uh, you know, kind of pulled the toxins out and, and process a lot of things. And then, you know, we get up and we're, we pee and we poop or that's what we're supposed to do and, and, you know, kind of get all of those out and then go about our day and, um, you know, start over. And so always this detoxification process is supposed to be happening. Um, but sleep is really critical for this to happen. Okay, so then at the very top layer, the very broad part of the um, upside down triangle, that is where we put your cells in the drainage funnel. And it's important that everything that we've talked about, everything below is working well in the drainage funnel so that waste and toxins don't accumulate in your cells. If they do, it can cause mitochondrial dysfunction. Remember that mitochondria are the powerhouses of your cells. They produce the energy your cells need to do their job. It's like they're making the fuel for the garbage trucks, right? That pick up the waste. So if you don't have the fuel, your garbage trucks can't pick up the trash and it's going to sit around the house, your body house. So you need good mitochondrial function to supply energy for drainage and detox. The cells in your liver, your kidney, your brain, your colon, they all need good mitochondrial function to power the drainage process. So if your cells get gunked up, you know, and damage your mitochondria, pull down that those powerhouses, it's like, you know, the electricity just goes down, and you can't power these systems, um, then these processes can't happen. And it will keep you toxic. So, um, you know, we have to lay this groundwork here, we have to understand this, um, all of it so that we can tackle drainage before like I said before, we are actively going into a detox, but just really for our, our daily detox uh, system, you know, to be able to, to drain out all of this junky stuff that collects in our body. And when you have constipation, a clogged liver, a sluggish lymph or glymph, or compromised mitochondria, you're not going to detox well. If any of those areas are stagnant or clogged prior to detoxification, you risk toxins being reabsorbed into your bloodstream and tra traveling to other organs. And this has potential to cause serious damage to your health in the long run. So um, on, the, on the nutritional assessment form, this kind of new one I'm using and experimenting with with clients, um, there's a whole section that... Um, asks about potential symptoms of poor drainage. And so here are some of the things it asks about. Um, and listen in to see if any of these would apply to you. Constipation, feeling full while eating, like you're eating, but you already feel full or after meals, um, diminished appetite, feeling like your bowels do not completely evacuate like you can't get you know like you poop but it just doesn't feel like you got everything out okay um, general or chronic fatigue mood problems like anxiety uh, depression or even a bipolar disorder 
poor brain processing power, poor cognition, chronic inflammation, waking up between 1 and 4 a.m., edema or swelling, skin problems like rashes, itches, hives, eczema, or acne, yellowish skin, uh, suppressed immune system, not being able to clear infections even after doing a, a pathogen protocol. So if you, you know, go through a gut protocol, but you don't feel like you really cleared everything, that could be a, a sign you didn't drain well. Um, soreness or swollen breast tissue, heart palpitations or irregular heartbeat, light, sound, or EMF sensitivities, morning stiffness, brain fog, swollen glands, cellulite or flabby skin, varicose or spider veins, kidney problems, breathing or lung issues, your skin doesn't sweat, or retaining extra fluids. So, you know, a lot of those symptoms can cross-reference in other categories. You know, that's not a diagnosis of poor drainage, but those can be um, some symptoms that would make you want to uh, consider um, really addressing your drainage issue. You know, if any of those resonate with you, you may have a cloggy drain. And like I said, this is really the first set step um, before embarking on any gut or proactive detox protocol, you know, and unclogging these pipes, getting the drains working well before we we start pushing out any critters. Um, and y'all, <laughs> some people actually do see some critters come out in their poop. Um, I know that sounds freaky. I have freaked out several of my clients when I when I warn them of this, you know, like we're starting this this gut protocol and I just want to warn you that some people do see uh, some things come out, you know, when you actively start killing off some of these pathogens that have to come out of somewhere, you know, better out than in as Shrek says. And some people actually do see them come out. I have heard some stories as of late um, from a lot of these people that are really doing these uh, these gut protocols through uh, using the, the Cellcor um, products. So uh, kind of crazy, but you know, all the more reason to get the drainage pathways open, you know, before we start mobilizing these pathogens and chemicals and toxins, we better make sure that they can be taken out of the body efficiently. So like I said, the way that I'm doing that right now with people, um, obviously we are making sure that we have a good, healthy diet, you know, under control. And for most people, that means just generally following our feast to fast principles, you know, um, eating well most of the time and, and really trying to incorporate a, incorporate a lot of real food the way God made it, doing some um, regular intermittent fasting. And so... Um, again, that's why it's important that we, we start there. We got to be on the same page as far as uh, how we're eating. That's very foundational. And then, you know, for some people, I may need to tweak that a little bit, just depending on the situation. But uh, for the most part, we've got that dietary approach already taken care of and feast to fast. And then from there, we, um, if we're starting a, a new protocol, um, and we're going through these different stages, we're going to start with 
the drainage and making sure those pathways are open. And so some of the supplements that um, are included in this kind of this first step, um, there's four things. Um, one of them is called bowel mover, and it's obviously to help to move the bowels. It's pretty simple. Um, the second one is called tutka, kind of a funny name, um, but tutka is for uh, good liver supports liver and bile duct drainage. And uh, what was pretty cool about Tudka is that um, a fellow practitioner used, uh, put her sister on Tudka and her sister lost like 15 pounds just by introducing the Tudka. Pretty crazy. Um, now, don't go out and, you know, think that works for everybody. I'm not saying that, but um, Tuka is, you know, pretty powerful. And um, it just goes to show that somebody, uh, you know, that she obviously had some liver bile duct bile flow issues. And, and that's just another thing I want to, I want to bring up here. Um, you know, I have clients that, you know, will go through feast to fast um, and might see some weight loss maybe then kind of stagnate or maybe not see weight loss for a while. And they're, they really feel like they're doing everything right. And that's when we have to investigate things further because sometimes, you know, like I said, there could be so many things going on. The way I explain it is there's food. We have to make sure that we got the food part down and we're giving our body what it needs, but also we have to consider the body as an engine, the way the body uses food or doesn't use food. And if there's any, any systemic issues with the body, um, then, you know, with inflammation or just these drainage pathways, detoxification, any of the stuff we're talking about, the body is not going to be able to release weight, you know, and, and it's not necessary, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's so disheartening. I know for so many people, cause they're like, I'm eating well, I'm do you know, I'm exercising, I'm eating well, I'm doing the things that I need to do. And nothing's budging. And so, and sometimes it's just, we need to go in and really support the engine of your body to get things moving and flowing and releasing. And so that's, you know, just an example of this, this person who took the liver and bile support. And that was the trick. That's what it needed for her body to be able to release. So um, just know that, you know, just know that sometimes you have to you know, investigate a little deeper and, and really help support your body. Okay. So, so there's the, uh, the bowel mover, the, the tutka, um, there is the, uh, biotoxin binder. That's the, the third supplement in this series. Um, in all of, in each of the cell core phases of the, these protocols, there's always a binder included. And a binder is something that goes in and systemically kind of helps bind up toxins and, and all the junky things that we're trying to, to get out of the body, the, the toxins, the chemicals, the, the path, you know, pathogenic material that we're killing off all of that stuff. And a binder will help you kind of package it up more efficiently for uh, better and more efficient removal from the body. And so in this stage, in this drainage stage, we use biotoxin binder to help systemically bind up toxins from like mold and parasites and bacteria and viruses. And so we already are starting to, you know, do some of this mopping, mopping up 
to take things down to drain. We're not really pushing things too hard yet. Um, we're just kind of cleaning up the area, so to speak, you know, getting these drainage pipes um, working, kind of mopping up what we can and getting it out of the system. And then the last the last um, supplement in this first phase is CT minerals, which stands for carbon technology minerals. And it is, uh, it's a little tincture, little liquid tincture full of 69 naturally occurring plant derived trace uh, element minerals, and 12 amino acids. And so you know, this really goes in and helps these helps on a cellular level to help kind of spark the mitochondria, give them that, um, that spark of energy that the, the mitochondria need to function well. So this whole first phase is really called energy and drainage. You know, we're, we're giving the power to the cells, helping fire up the mitochondria so that they can, um, they can fuel all the cells to, you know, with power to, to do all their business that they need. And then we're also working on this drainage and giving the body this really wonderful uh, bioavailable form of minerals. And by bioavailable, I mean just the body can can really uptake it and, and use it very well. Then that's going to help. Um, I give I give the minerals to my kids every day, you know. So I put it in a little shot glass with some water, and they knock it back doesn't mean that they like it, but, um, <laughs> but they do it because I do make them. Um, anyway, so those are the four supplements in phase one. And I'm going to put all of this stuff in the show notes for you. And I also am going to work on a blog post so you can, you know, find it on my website easily. If you are on my Sunday send out list, um, I'm going to send this to you. Actually, you'll have already gotten it by the time this podcast comes out. So you'll have it all right there. If you're not on my Sunday send out list, um, do get on it because it's just I send all this information. So you don't have to go searching for it quite as much. It's just kind of all right there. And uh, those are my homies that get all the scoop first. So um, if you I will say this, if you are going to go to the Cellcore website and kind of look at the stuff, well, number one, you have to have a practitioner code. And so um, again, I send that to my send that out to my list, um, the Sunday send out list, so you'll have that. But the other thing is that Cellcore is experiencing this like crazy amount of growth right now. And so between that, and between all these problems we're having in 2020, you know, um, for them, it's, it's uh, creating a little problem of, of stock keeping supplements in stock just from, you know, getting them um, made and shipped and all of this kind of stuff. So if you go to the website, you might see some things are out of stock. And, um, and, but they, they usually restock, you know, pretty regularly. So just check back with them. But I know right now at the time of this recording, they're out of the Tuca. And so I'm having to substitute that with another bile supplement for now until that is back in stock. So just know that, that um, right now they are experiencing, uh, some growing pains and trying to keep things stocked. And so if it's not there, it will be back shortly. But anyway, the point of this, you know, is just to make you aware, generally speaking, of um, making sure that the drainage pathways are open, doing all you can your part, you know, through through diet, through exercise, 
um, awareness, you know, and, and all of these things just to really help your body um, get all the junky stuff out, drain out the bad energy, <laughs> right? And so um, there's a lot of things that we can do for ourselves to help that. But then also, you know, sometimes we need a little extra support with that. And if you do, this is an option for you. But please don't ever try to do some kind of hardcore detox without first having opened your drainage pathways, making sure those are nice and clear and um, getting everything out. Okay. Okay, my friends, I hope that was helpful. You learned something today um, in all of that. Thank you for putting up with my story at the beginning. And um, I'm just so grateful that you are here and you are listening and you are learning. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.